Welcome to Starry Alignment, your source for cosmic strategy and divine timing. My name is Stephanie, aka Stevie Catalano Medina, and I am here to guide you in aligning with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. This podcast is a powerful portal where you get to engage in the practice of seasonal magic as we consider the upcoming planetary transits and deepen our sense of the themes playing out through transformative ritual. Every month with the new moon, you'll have this as a resource and as a guide to master your unique cosmic strategy and divine timing. Together, we'll discover the most potent windows in the month ahead. And then we'll journey through our minds and bodies to deepen our understanding of our perception of time and how we will choose to weave through it. Together, we will accept the shadow and alchemize it with the light to amplify the manifestation of our deepest desires for the highest good. I invite you to take notes throughout this transmission, plan ahead with it, and show up for it fully at a pace that works for you. There will be timestamps in the description of this episode to help you navigate the calendar of events and find the ritual portion of this experience with ease. You can learn more about my work at starryalignment.com, and it is a blessing to be here with you now. So without further ado, let's jump in. everyone and welcome to Starry Alignment. I am so excited to be here with you live and to talk with you about the new moon in Cancer which perfected yesterday. And if those of you that don't know me, my name is Stephanie Catalano Medina. I go by Stevie, but recently I've decided to use my full name because it really is a more authentic direct connection to my pure lineage and who I am. So I am so excited to be here live with you and to share the upcoming lunation with you. This new moon is one of the most potent of the year because it is the Cancer new moon, which makes it so that this new moon is where the moon is in its home sign. So we are able to really feel into what is working and what is not working. It's an opportunity for us to become very honest with ourselves about what we are feeling and how as a result of that, we can choose to communicate and to share with others in order to create more peace and prosperity in our lives. We also have Mercury in his home sign, Saturn in his home sign, and who else? I believe there's one more, but I don't have the charts in front of me right now. We have a lot of planets in their home signs, uh, and that creates a lot of momentum. It's really just that Venus is, is in Gemini with Mercury. So Mercury is, is you know, having Venus on its side in a way, and Jupiter is in Aries with Mars. So we have these planets all operating strongly in the signs of Aries, Gemini, and that allows for action and communication to become primary in what is happening this summer and how we are evolving as a collective. So if you're new to the podcast, the way that we move through time is to always start with the new moon and to see what is blossoming over the next month. And we will move through the entire month together, looking week by week at the most important aspects so that you can see when things are going to peak, when they're going to calm down, what the general vibe is, and how you can align your goals 
with the cosmic tide. So if you are new, please make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, let me know where you're tuning in from. If you're listening on the podcast, leave a review, let me know you're there. And anywhere else that you are tuning in, be a part of it, be live, be active, engage with me so I know what you are resonating with and what you also want to hear more about. So don't be shy, connect, and let's dive in. So I'm going to share my screen. And first I want to show you the Starry Alignment Month Ahead calendar. So as you can see here, uh, we have the Cancer New Moon on the, this past Tuesday. And on this Cancer New Moon, we also had Neptune go retrograde, the Sun squared Jupiter, while Venus was sextiling Jupiter. So we'll get into the chart for this new moon, as well as all of these blue carded days so that you can see what is going on during the month. And you can even see as, in terms of a rhythm where things seem to be more heavy energetically. Um, this calendar works from Monday through Sunday because a lot of the people I work with are entrepreneurs and business owners. And most of us start our work week on Monday. So as you can see, there is a lot of energy piling up through Saturday through Monday and Tuesday this month. And my signature course, Sacred Rhythm, is launching. So before we dive into all the astrology, since this is up here, I just want to let you know that my signature course, Sacred Rhythm, which I created now after three iterations of working with clients and getting feedback, this program is designed to teach you how to read your own chart and how to break down the basics of astrology so that you can connect to the language on your own, understand the essence of who you are and the major themes that are coming up for you this year, how to track them and create your own rituals and equations for creating peace and problem solving in your life with astrology. So if you're interested in joining this course, enrollment is actually closing Thursday night tomorrow at midnight. So if you want to join, go to storyalignment.com slash journey and be sure to join before Thursday night so you can jump into this amazing course. Anyone that's inside is going to get access to the initiation ceremony and these three modules on the ruler of your chart, the time lord of your chart, and how to work with the moon and other major transits for planning and diagnosis of yourself in a situation. So when you join the course, you're going to get a lot of beautiful assets to help you learn astrology. And you're also going to get a complimentary one-on-one -on -one 60 minute reading with me. So if you want to join, go to sorryalignment.com slash journey, and I will see you on the inside. Now, when we look ahead at the rest of the month, let's start with the new moon in Cancer. We can all sip together. So with this new moon in Cancer, we can see that, let's see if I can get this going here. Awesome. So we can see that this new moon in Cancer is at seven degrees of Cancer. And what's really interesting about the number seven is it actually connects to all seven planets and all seven chakras. So this new moon in Cancer is really asking us to be in our direct alignment, to take everything into account, to make decisions that are ultimately going to propel us into the next six months. The new moon in Cancer is the halfway point in the year in terms of 
you know, we start the year um, in January. So six months now we are in and we get the opportunity to reassess our goals and to really think about what it was that we were trying to do then and where we are now in relation to that. So there might be things that you have been committed to or working toward that the progress has been slow. And I can tell you that with this new moon, so much is going to change. It's like the wheel of action is overturning. This is the summer solstice new moon in the northern hemisphere. So what's happening is that the temperature is rising along the heart chakra, if you will, of the earth. And this is a place where the whole world is beginning to shift and open and blossom to creating a new world, especially post-COVID and post all of this, you know, change around the world. And again, this new moon has the moon in its home sign. So cancer rules the sign um, or the moon rules the sign of cancer. So naturally, cancer is a sign that really helps us to connect with what we're feeling. It gets us back in our body and has us really bring up emotions that may have been stagnant. This is the cardinal water sign. So it gets the emotions moving. There's no hesitation when it comes to beginning to express how we feel. So we have to be strategic about it. We have to make sure that we are communicating in a way that is beneficial and and really authentic and true to, to us, right? And what's helpful about this is that we have Mercury in his home sign in Gemini. So Mercury is the planet of communication and thought. And Mercury is in his home sign in Gemini. And Mercury was just retrograde for the last month or so. And we're going to go into Mercury's dance in, in the signs since the beginning of the year. So you can really pinpoint what your mind is on right now and how it's going to be moving forward in the next couple of months. And you can use the past to help you really map out what's going on in your life and how to make decisions accordingly. So we do have Mercury and Gemini on our side during this new moon. And we have Venus being ruled by Mercury because Mercury is the ruler of Gemini and Venus is in the sign. So Venus, the planet that rules money, relationships, love, commerce, trade, material, anything that's like physical and creates sensation in our body is ruled by Venus. So especially relationships. And so many of our relationships are being tested by our ability to communicate. And we are really not at the point of rethinking how we're communicating, but the results of our communication strategy are really starting to come to light. They're coming to surface and that could be for better or for worse. So Gemini is the dual sign. It embraces the fact that there is duality all the time. There is um, imperfections in the perfection of all that is. So this is a time to really assess the way that you've been communicating and to turn a new page to begin to communicate in a way that is really new and innovative. And you're allowing yourself to really take responsibility for the duality of your reality, which is that maybe how you're communicating could be improved in some way. So this is really a gift for us to sit in, drop in, feel, and begin to communicate over this entire lunar cycle in a way that provides more stability, provides the results that we're actually going for, gives us the yield, gives us the relationships, 
aligns us with the values that we really have with Venus also here amplifying the intentions of this new moon. So also with this new moon, we have the sun and Jupiter and the moon in this very hard square. So Jupiter is the planet that rules abundance and prosperity, but it can also rule gluttony and overdoing it and just expansiveness that is ungrounded. So with this square to the new moon, what is happening is that we are being invited to really check in with ourselves about our grandiose plans and how can we continue to align with the highest timeline with the greatest fate and optimism and faith and optimism. How can we continue to be optimistic while being realistic and realizing the challenges? Squares are ruled by Mars and Jupiter is in Mars's home sign and Mars is here for just a few more days. And notice that we have Chiron, the wounded healer in between Jupiter and Mars. So what's happening is that we are really looking at how fearless we've been with all of these planets in the sign of Aries, the planet ruling courage and the warrior archetype. So the warrior in us is really gaining a lot of speed, a lot of momentum by realizing the bigger picture, by realizing the philosophy that is guiding the mission, right? Because Mars can fight, fight, fight endlessly, but it is when soldiers know what they're fighting for. They know what the end goal is. They know what the the values are that they are trying to uplift through their action that they are able to accomplish great things. So part of this mission that we're all on right now, and it's being amplified by this square. Squares, again, are ruled by Mars, which encourage us to take action through a bit of discomfort. So the mission is to realize that the wounds that we are feeling, the inevitable imperfections that we have and the areas of improvement that we have to make are things that we can learn how to solve. And the key to the expansion in our life is to really own what it is that we need to take ownership in terms of our own healing. It's about really taking action, taking initiative, and not sitting back and waiting for someone else to do it for you. Um, there's This is also you know, really encouraging us with all this cardinal energy, all this action-taking energy to get moving through our body. So this is a month that I would really encourage all the world to begin to get back into your workout routine if you've fallen out of it. Utilize your body, utilize your sweat, utilize your energy to really connect you back with what it is that is motivating you and what it is that you are trying to accomplish. You need to take full responsibility so that as you work towards it, you can become more and more and more proud of what it is that you are trying to accomplish. And also just working out, you know, getting our muscles going, getting our blood flowing, can really help us to see what it, what else we are trying to do with our mind, with our intellect. And that will allow this bridge between the heavy mercury mental intellectual information that's coming through and this Mars action of being a warrior, taking action and being active, being physical in some way. We also had 
uh, Neptune station retrograde the night of the new moon. So let's just clear up the screen here really quick. And Neptune, when you see a planet in red on Astro Gold, which is the software that I'm using, um, you're going to know that the planet is retrograde. So Neptune is the planet that rules our dreams and our relationship with illusion and delusion. And when a planet is retrograde, it is closest to planet Earth and it is moving at its slowest pace in, in, in relation to its full cycle. So with Neptune retrograde, this is a time for us to really just get into a deeper alignment through like a mental contraction, through a, a deeper dream state of what it is that we are trying to build. We might be reassessing the dream. We might be realizing that the dream we thought we wanted was a bit of an illusion. We have to see through the smoke and mirrors. We have to take off those rose-colored glasses and really focus in to see how can we get what we're trying to accomplish while eliminating anything that is clearly an illusion or a distraction? So keep that in mind. This is an energy that we're going to be working with for several months, but it is helpful to be aware of. Another thing to mention with this new moon is that Saturn is in his home sign still and retrograde as well. So Saturn is a planet that rules our discipline and our ability to take responsibility for the time that we have and the vessels that we have. So with Saturn retrograde, this is a time where we're needing to be very disciplined on our in our own sense. It's not so much a time for immense collaborative work. I feel like when Saturn is direct, there's going to be a lot more collaboration that's that's happening. It's just natural. And it's not to say that collaborations won't happen now. I mean, Saturn is an Aquarius, the planet that rules the, the collective. So, but the way that these, these co collaborations or outside support systems are going to be, you know, supporting all of us is by our realization of how we fit within the market. So this is a really great new moon to really assess how you want to fit within the market, how you want to serve the collective, and how that is unique and needed in the world today. So, you know, this is a very important time to sit back and to assess that so that when Saturn turns direct in a couple of months, you are already in alignment with the newfound understanding of your personal responsibility within the world. So, that's that's like the general gist of this of the aspects that i see or the the planetary ownerships that i see we should mention too that we have uranus conjunct the north node you know building in this conjunction and uranus is the planet that rules spontaneity and innovation so as uranus approaches this north node of fate we are all being asked to be spontaneous, to create something new, even though that might seem daring, it might seem risky. We're being invited to use technology, to use lessons that we've learned, especially around what we value, to raise those things up, to prioritize that above all, and to align with relationships, people, material things, opportunities that connect directly with your values and to really assess for yourself what is it that you value so that you can continue to align your compass with that energy.
Now, just looking at the other aspects of this moon, give me one sec while we... Yeah, so let me pull it up again. I've lost my tab. Okay, great. So um, just looking at the aspects of this new moon, there are not many exact aspects, which is a little bit rare. There is one, though, that's very fun to consider, and that is this sextile between Jupiter and Venus. And I believe that we have a chart for that. Let's see if we go back. So on the day of the actual new moon, the Venus sextile to Jupiter perfected. So let's talk about the sun square to Jupiter and the Venus sextile to Jupiter as well. These are really the two major aspects of this lunation and what that means for us. So we talked about the Jupiter square to the sun and how that is really questioning, you know, how grandiose are we being? How can we maybe scale it back and rethink how we can be, you know, more strategic so that the action we're trying to take doesn't get lost in translation, doesn't get lost through lofty ideas that are not yet grounded in reality. So keep that in mind. And then we also have Venus and Jupiter in a sextile. So Venus and Jupiter are the most benefic planets in the sky and sextiles are ruled by Venus. So they invite harmony. Uh, both Gemini and Aries are masculine signs. They are ruled by the divine masculine. So in this energy of Venus and Jupiter, there is a divine masculine invitation. And the invitation is very much about how can I speak my truth and take action in a way that is really going to connect me with the women, with the resources, with the relationships that are going to nurture me, right? Because really looking into the archetype of the cancer energy, it's it, this is the energy of the mother and of the womb. Like we were saying earlier, the cancer, the moon rules cancer. The moon waxes and wanes, waxes and wanes, waxes and wanes, and is always changing and is the divine feminine. So it is our invitation with this season to really tap into our cycles and our rhythm and realizing that we are not robots, that we are indeed our own unique, you know, flow of time through space. And we have these intuitive knowings of when to take action and when to pull back. So cancer season is an invitation for you to become more aware and intuitive around your needs, essentially, and to become the mother and the grandmother and the nurturer and the provider that you need for yourself. And to realize also how you become that resource for other people in your life and to ask other people in your life, and to tell them through your emotional honesty around what you need. So this is really important for us to, to be vocal about what we need in a way that is productive. Again, coming back to this divine masculine energy and of communication and of intellect. And Gemini rules the details. So there's a lot of details that we are needing to work out 
under this new moon so that we can take action and really support those in our community in the way that we know is possible. So really this new moon is a trajectory into the future for caring for the world, for caring for yourself in a new way by sorting out a lot of the details that may have previously intimidated you or made you feel overwhelmed in some way. We all have the upper hand right now in sifting through these details and working through systems and they might not yet be perfect. Virgo is the sign uh, of, of information perfection and Mercury needs some time before it can get there. So for now, allow yourself to assimilate as much energy as possible. Allow yourself to trust in the process of the people and the relationships and the nudges that you are getting and make sure that you have appropriate boundaries so you can continue to care for yourself in a way that is truly productive for you. So beautiful. That is our Cancer New Moon. We're going to keep going ahead in time so you can see how this month is unfolding. So the next potent aspect we have is coming up this Saturday. So with all of the aspects, they are building until they actually perfect in their alignments. So when we see a, an aspect perfect, meaning that it, it perfectly aligns. In this example, we have Mercury in a perfect, uh, oh, it's a trine. It's it's a trine. It's not a sextile. Excuse the typo there. But And for those of you listening on the podcast, always jump onto YouTube if you want to see the visuals on my screen, because I'm drawing out all this stuff as I talk with you. So we have Mercury in a trine with Saturn. So this is so potent and powerful. This is one of the reasons why this new moon is so crucial to the things that we are creating for a long-term gain, right? These are both planets in their home signs, Mercury ruling the mind, intellect, commerce, contracts, and Saturn ruling long-term commitments, uh, discipline, responsibility that we have and how we're utilizing our resources and time. So trines are ruled by Jupiter. They are the most expansive, most benefic alignment that we can experience. So what's happening is there is harmony that's being generated this Saturday at around six o'clock in the morning. This energy is coming to a perfection. So right after Saturday, it's like that, that we have this moment of clarity, a breaking point in terms of the things that we have been working very diligently to become more disciplined around, to create more structure with. So this week, if you're working on something in particular, it might come to a peak. It might come to a, a grand moment of expansion, a grand moment of awakening. And um, I invite you to just pay attention to that and leverage it in your own unique way. The next aspect that we're going to check out occurs next Tuesday coming up, and that's at 7 a.m. We actually have Mars moving out of his home sign and into the sign of Taurus. So this is a big deal because we've had Mars in Aries, his home sign. Actually, Mars went retrograde in Aries. So there was Mars in Aries for several months. I, I Let me see if I could pull it up right now to see when did Mars enter Aries. So we just have that available to us. 
So Mars first entered Aries in May on the 25th of May. So from the 25th of May to June 5th, we've had Mars in Aries. And like, I, like I've said earlier, Mars in Aries is the sign of the warrior and of taking action in a way that allows us to tap into our fearlessness. So it's it's actually kind of exciting that we get this shift in energy and that Mars is going to move into the sign of Taurus, which is the fixed Earth sign. So we're going to go from like fury on fire to rooting our feet down into the Earth. And that is literally just next week after this this new moon comes to, you know, it starts to build. So Mars in Taurus is really our invitation to take what we know that we're supposed to be doing and ground it in a material way. It's almost like carving a statue that will be there for a very, very long time. Taurus is the fixed material, things that don't move, don't change. They build, it builds upon Capricorn. It builds upon the energy of, you know, great business ethics and upon those great business, business ethics and work ambition, we are able to create something that lasts. So we have Mars, the warrior here now. And so it gives us an opportunity to really solidify some of the things that have been really up in the air, have been something that feel very new, like almost like we're a beginner at something that we feel very passionate about. There's a stage in our business or in our life that is coming to maturity as Mars moves into Taurus. And keep in mind that Mars is going to eventually conjunct Uranus. And that won't be until next month, but it is something to keep on your radar because this is that that activation. Let's see if I can pull up the day that that happens for us, just so we have it. So Mars is going to conjunct Uranus perfectly. Oh, it's actually this month, but it is, it's after the new moon in, in Leo. So that's why it's not on my radar here, but, um, oh, wow. Oh my goodness. So on July 31st, Mars is going to align with the North node and Uranus perfectly. Remember I was telling you Uranus is aligning with the North node. And even in this picture on my screen, we see that Uranus is very close to the North Node, but by July 30th, uh, July 31st, Mars, Uranus, and the North Node are going to be perfectly aligned at 18 degrees. So what, if you have 18 degrees of Taurus in your birth chart, this is a huge moment for you. Or if you have any planets at, this, at the degree of 18, or if you have um, any planets within a three degree orb of that degree, you are really going to be feeling this and it's going to inspire you to do something incredibly new. And again, this is the energy of the, the North Node of Fate, the planet of spontaneity and ingenious innovation and change through chaos. So it's okay that like, as you're learning, as you're implementing, as you're as you're solidifying something in your life, you're still figuring it out. But there is this energy of pure knowing. And the reason why you know something is aligned for you, the reason why you know it feels good is because it connects to your values and you can feel that in that zone of genius, you are able to provide value. 
So value is really interesting to think about because a lot of times we hear, you know, what do you value? What do you value? But in getting in alignment with what you value, you're also able to provide that value to other people. So just allowing yourself when Mars moves into Taurus on July 5th to activate your values in a new way and to know that something major is coming. And wherever you have Taurus in your chart, that's where you're going to experience profound change. And Mars is the planet that rules war. So be careful not to misinterpret the invitation. Sometimes we may think that spontaneous eruptions, like, because it could be that you're separating from something. It could be that you are, you know, clearing a new path and that you are, um, going to war to obtain something that's very valuable to you but just make sure that those the outcomes that you're looking for are true to the authentic moment like it's important not to to run at the at the site of chaos this is a time to be really steady and in a in in awareness of your solar plexus the space right below your rib cage where if someone were to punch your 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 six pack or your abs you are strong you are steady you are firm right so there may be change that you need to make that is sudden and extreme but some of it can be gradual like do your best to control this as much as you can be mindful of your temper be mindful of um your blood pressure, you know, not getting too erratic and learning ways to drop into this Taurus energy. And, and, you know, one of the most obvious ways is to go out and be with earth. If you are experiencing turbulence during this time in the month of July, um, because of this erratic change that is being activated and initiated within all of us, it will be very helpful to go out and to put your feet on the ground and to be with earth as much as possible to really transfer anger and transfer rage in a way that is healthy, right? Because what happens when we when we get into a state of anger or rage, especially if we add Uranus, the, the, the god of chaos, into the mix, ruling our fate. If you let if you digest food while you're angry, you don't have good digestion. If you act while you're angry, if you act out of rage, it usually doesn't support your fate in the best way. But the opposite of anger, if we check out the runes, I love working with the runes, y'all. Get your own copy of the Healing Runes. These are very difficult to find these books, but they're life-changing. So in the Healing Circle of Runes, the opposite of anger is shame. So this is an invitation to also release shame around what you value, around uh, around money, around worth, and around change, right? Um, and then surrounding anger is humor and surrender. So utilize that if you ever feel challenged. And also the squaring energy, the energy that that causes us to sometimes get into a state of anger is misinterpreting the energy of innocence, which means, because sometimes we, we get upset because we think that person's guilty, I need to fix it, I'm angry. 
But really, if we come from a space of understanding that someone is innocent in their ignorance, we can come into compassion and we can realize that there, there's a way for us to reach them so that they are receptive and not, not um, defensive or protected against your anger, right? So align with the energy of innocence if you are feeling angry, angry, angry with yourself or someone else. Align with the energy of innocence so you can find solutions without feeling, you know, lost in fury. And then the opposite of innocence is patience. So patience is going to be needed during this time. And the change will be apparent, but it might not happen immediately. So just be ready for all of this. It's very exciting. I should mention that the ruler of Mars will be Venus. And Venus is in Gemini. And Gem uh, Venus's ruler, Gemini, at this time is in Cancer. So really, because Je uh, Mercury will be in in Gemini. And as you can see on the chart here, Mercury moves into um, Cancer and Taurus. I'm so sorry. Mercury moves into Cancer and Mars moves into Taurus on the same day. So if we pull back all of these edits and we just look at the simple chart here, we have Mars at zero degrees of Taurus and Mercury at zero degrees of Cancer on the same day. This is Tuesday, July 5th, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. we are entering an entirely new way of thinking and we are entering a state where the rest of the month until mercury comes out and into uh into leo that we are going to be experiencing our mind our mood our intellect our intelligence is going to come it's going to change it's going to be very mutable <laughs> Because the ruler of Mercury will be the moon because Mercury is in cancer, is cancer, the moon's domicile, the moon's domain. So the mind will be ruled by the ever-changing ebb and flow of the moon. So if there's ever a time where you should download the Wicked Veracity moon calendar that I use, it is this month because our inspiration in terms of our creative capacities are going to be shifting every two to three days as the moon transits through the signs. And so you can join my mailing list at starryalignment.com and get 15% off um, of this moon calendar. And um, I mean, I literally contacted this, um, this sponsor for the podcast and said, you know, I, I'm going to promote your, your product, whether you sponsor me or not, because I can't live without it. So I'm really making this recommendation as a friend because, um, it's a really great thing to have in your back pocket to know like today, this day, for instance, on July 5th, when the moon is in Virgo, what is going to be on our mind is how we can perfect systems and how we can be more cleanly. That is going to be what Mars is going to be influenced by, what Venus is going to be influenced by, what our mind is going to be influenced by, because there's this chain of command um, that's happening through the planetary rulerships. Um, so, I mean, really, it's only Saturn in its home sign once all these changes happen. The only planet that will remain in its home sign is the planet of discipline. And every other planet is moving into uncharted territory. We have Jupiter in Aries. We have Mars in Taurus. We have Venus in, in Gemini and Mercury in, Tor in, in Cancer, ruled by the moon. 
And all of these changes are going to be with us for the next two to three weeks. So during this two to three weeks, it's going to be a time where everything feels very emotional. It feels very vulnerable. It feels like there's so much to care about. There's so much to take care of. Um, there's a lot of change going on. There's a lot of um, opportunity to be true to what we feel. And this is why this new moon is, and this, this month of July is going to be one where we are kind of like setting a new tone. We're getting used to things not being um, so black and white. It's going to allow us to become a lot more creative. And, you know, this is a great time to, to practice more writing, to practice more just expressing your emotions so that you can begin to assimilate all the information that's coming in and you can remain disciplined um, in a time that can feel maybe a bit isolated because Saturn is in its home sign and retrograde and Saturn is the energy of the outcast in Aquarius. So it's a bit of like, uh, we are all beginning to realize how we are d divinely unique, but that can be, that can create a sense of like isolation in a way, but that's part of our quest. That's part of life is to realize that, you know, no one actually knows you better than you know you and the way that you can mature and become a master of your life is to realize that in your solitude, in your, um, isolation through your creative process, you are saving the planet. So it's really a time for us to step out into our own leadership in a, in a new and, and emotionally connected way. So with, with, the, with Mercury moving into Cancer with the sun, we are going to have Mercury and the sun align uh, later in the month. Uh, which will bring us a lot more clarity around what it is that we are trying to communicate and how we can do that. So with Mercury in Cancer, like I've said, this is going to make our emotional processing a lot more uh, watery. It's okay to cry during this time. It's okay to release things that you've been feeling pent up about and to really connect with people who get you. You know, my theme for this month is choose happiness. Um, today with the Cancer New Moon, I was feeling the vibration of the truth of if I choose that my intention today is that I will be happy. Even if I have to do something that I quote unquote don't want to do, let's say I have to wash the dishes. I'm going to wash the dishes and be so happy about it. It completely changes the mood, right? So this is an invitation to be aware of the mood that you are carrying, the mood that you are tuned into. And if that mood is really serving you, if that attitude is really serving you and you can really play with connecting with the moon's energy to exude an attitude that will support you for the whole month and the whole progression of your ever unfolding life, especially with the moon and cancer. So I hope that makes sense. I think it's pretty clear. Let me know in the comments if this is resonating with you. So the next aspect that I want to go over with you is Mercury square Jupiter. So Mercury square Jupiter, let's see, we got Mercury in Cancer. 
Mercury in Cancer, squaring Jupiter in Aries. So squares are ruled by Mars and they are an energy of tension. So it requires us to take action in order to get out of that weird like cornering energy so with mercury squaring jupiter this is where we're going to be cutting out any of those grandiose ideas that really just aren't serving us it's also going to inspire people around you and even yourself to begin to make decisions that are truly aligned that are really going to bring more faith more prosperity more abundance through commitment into your life so this is going to be on july 9th on saturday and as the week progresses, there's going to be this energy building of seriousness about what we are putting our faith in and beginning to cut out things that aren't really um, aligned anymore. So keep that in mind. And on that day, we're also going to have um, the moon in Cancer. So um, I'm sorry, the moon in Scorpio conjuncts the south node. So like I've been saying, there's this energy, there's an invitation of like, surrendering letting the old stuff go realizing that it's okay to have a perception a, a a vision for something and it not working out exactly how you thought and to just let it go let it let it burn to the ground like a phoenix so that those ashes can come into being well let it burn to the ground so that the ashes can come into being and the new phoenix can rise really so the south node is about purging it's about releasing and it's about the past as well. So using clues related to your past, maybe mistakes that you've made in the past or great achievements that you've made and using that information to help you reach closer and closer to your most divine version of your current reality. So as we move ahead in time, on Sunday, the next day, we also have the sun in a sextile to Uranus. So we have the sun at 18 degrees and Uranus at 18 degrees and Uranus is closing in on its conjunction with the North Node. So again, sextiles are ruled by Venus and they are positively beneficial. We have the planets in the same um, polarity. So with Taurus, it's feminine and with Cancer, it's feminine. So there's an invitation for us to trust our intuition and to try something new in, in a way that maybe we never have before, to be a rebel, to be a revolutionary and to do so in a way that is backed by our trust in that it will, it will create the caring dynamics, the caring lifestyle, the caring results that we really are looking for as we move through this cancer season and begin to reprioritize ourselves and reprioritize the things that we really value and that we want to bring out into the world going ahead in time we have the capricorn full moon so on the Capricorn full moon, this would be on Wednesday, July 13th. This is an interesting full moon because it is conjunct Pluto. And, you know, if you recall back in 2020, we had the great conjunction of Uranus, I'm sorry, of Jupiter, Pluto and Saturn. And so this is a very sensitive spot for all of us, this Plutonian energy of transformation, of change, of um, 
the dark underworld and really utilizing that dark underworld to show us what it is that we want to bring to light, what it is that we we want to make sure it doesn't die, make sure is uplifted into life and is worth battling through hell for. So yeah, because Pluto is the ruler of, of hell. So we have the moon conjunct Pluto on this full moon, which means that there is an opportunity for us to transform, to transcend above our fears. And the way that we do that is through hard work and through understanding the long-term progression of things and realizing that things happen by the choice of our thoughts, by the choice of our you know, willingness to move forward and take action, but it happens slowly over time. Capricorn is the sign ruled by Saturn and Saturn is in his home sign under this full moon. So there is a lot of power in the things that we're striving for and that there's like a long-term 30-year commitment that is really being seeded under this full moon. And I would love if you could think back six months ago, we had the Capricorn new moon, what was coming up for you? You know, what were you trying to create and how can you transform in your reflection of the harvest that has come through? There's a lot of things that you may have dreamed that you would be or you would become and, and maybe in some ways that hasn't happened. So what face, what fears do you need to face in order to cross that bridge? What expectations of yourself maybe were too, were too, um, Maybe they were just misaligned in some way. So it's really just remembering that you are the boss of your life and you are in control and you get to, you get to manage your fears. You get to manage the struggle, the challenge and to overcome it again and again. And this new moon, I'm sorry, the full moon is with Mercury and the sun almost aligned in their Kazemi, meaning Mercury perfectly in the heart of the sun. So during this time, Mercury is going to be very close to the sun and in a sextile to Uranus, this planet of revolutionary change. So our mind is going to be really open to the change that's coming. Um, and with this new, this full moon opposite um, Mercury, it's, it's really just like allowing ourselves to consider other opinions, feedback that we're getting from the outside world to be humbled by the, by what we are experiencing. So it's often that um, there is some sort of feedback that we get that is challenging to receive, but by getting that feedback, which we might call constructive criticism, we are able to make changes that, you know, allow for greater prosperity, allow for greater ease. So when this full moon comes, just realize that there is an opportunity through the feedback that you're getting that there's there's more, there's more for you to consider and really invite that feedback from outside sources. Call in new people, call in new messengers into your life so that you can receive those messages. Venus is still ruled by Mercury. And so relationships are being um, really ruled by the energy of communication, of feedback, of details, of, you know, local um, connections that we're making within our field or within our community. So really, really potent stuff to consider. Let's just see. Um, 
I want to see if I had written down any major aspects for this lunation that we should really pay attention to. So on this full moon, we have Venus in a trine to Saturn and Mercury in a sextile to Uranus. So um, we have Venus in a trine to Saturn perfectly. I love how this stuff happens in the sky and we get to grow with it. So Venus is in this benevolent trine with Saturn. And this is an opportunity for us to meet very important game-changing people. Game-changing people of authority, whether that's us being recognized as an authority or other people stepping into our life that really allow us to make a grand leap. But there is an energy of like commitment through partnership, Venus ruling relationships. There's also a seriousness that we're getting around money. So because Saturn is in its home sign and Saturn is the greater malefic, this is where we might see the stock market begin to pull down because trines are exaggerated. They are ruled by Jupiter. So again, Venus rules money. It rules commerce. It rules um, our relationships here on planet Earth. And if Saturn has the upper hand and is trining here, it's not a square. So we're good on that. But there is this access point of Saturn being able to influence the market, being able to influence finances and Saturn naturally constricts. So it is not to say that, you know, we should all constrict in our finances, but there is like a level of seriousness as to where we are choosing to direct our finances, our time and our money. And I think that there's a birthing of a new kind of economy um, that's coming out of this new ways of connecting with people through different that are in different socioeconomic groups, because we cannot forget that Saturn is in Aquarius. So even though there's many changes going on within our market, the collective knows that there are so many kinds of people in different situations that need to be served. So it allows for new opportunities for connecting with all different kinds of people in different situations um, that have detailed problems that if you are able to see those things, you can really leverage the time. You can really see where there's opportunity to serve more people through problems that may be arising, through constrictions that may be coming up. So something to really consider. So we're going to keep going with uh, with our presentation here in terms of the transits. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say about this full moon, but a lot of the energies that we've talked about prior to the full moon are infused into this energy. So there's a lot about, you know, recommitting to something and there being a seriousness that is fresh and new and and we're being rewarded in some way for the things that we've been working on over the last six months. We're being rewarded for our discipline in whatever areas of life that we have been more disciplined with. And we're going to be shown how we could be even more disciplined in other areas so that we can accomplish more and serve the greater good. So, 
The next aspect that we want to check out is on July 16th. This is a Saturday. And this is when Mercury is going to align perfectly with the sun. And I took notes here to really take us back through Mercury's dance over the last couple of months. And Mercury first at the start of the year was in Aquarius. So whenever Mercury goes retrograde, it retrogrades in the same sign. So this Mercury um, in Gemini was is in an air sign. The last Mercury retrograde we had before the Mercury uh, retrograde in Gemini was in Aquarius. And the next Mercury retrograde to come will be in Libra. So this year, primarily all of the retrogrades are in air signs. So this is a perfection around communication, thought, space, and the unseen, really, because you can't see air, but it connects us all, right? And its quality is so important. The quality of our thoughts is so important. So in all the spaces in between the retrograde, it's really helping us to learn and mature around this energy of quality of our thought, quality of our our space around us. And so with Mercury aligning perfectly with the sun in Cancer, this is our moment of great clarity around how important it is that our emotional compass is really guiding the show. And you can see that on this Kazini day, the sun and Mercury are in a grand water trine with the south node in Scorpio and Neptune in Pisces. So grand water trines are portals for expansion and abundance and liberation through truth. So what's going to happen, I believe, under this Kazemi, and Kazemi is our time of profound luck and clarity Um, And it's really the moment of that Kazemi. So this is going to be Saturday at 3.37 p.m. Eastern Time, July 16th. This is a great time to actually sit down and be with the moment and to listen to what's coming through. So with this South Node uh, Neptune energy being pulled in, it's asking us again to do some reflection around the past, around shedding, around letting go around uh, releasing shame, releasing guilt, releasing fear, um, and reconnecting to our dream so that we can go back into the past and we can pull out the things that we've known are true for us forever and ever and ever. And releasing the things that are not actually helping us to align with that, that vision and knowing that by trusting what feels good, by trusting our gut as well, the, the cancer sign rules the gut. So just let your gut do the talking and don't be afraid to try things that seem, you know, out of the blue or seem, seem, you know, really, really new because we do have all this Uranus energy coming in with Mars ruling our willpower and this, this initiation for change that's on the horizon. So knowing that there's an invitation for us to care for ourselves in a new way and to receive divine messages around our fate this Saturday. Right after that Kazemi on Tuesday, Mercury moves into Leo. 
So Mercury and Leo, now the energy of Mercury will be ruled by the sun and soon the sun will move into its home sign. So soon we'll have Mercury and the sun in the same place and our mind will be ruled by this energy of uplifting light. And the thing with the sun is that it can give us, it can heal us, but it can also burn us. So it's it's important that when, when Mercury is in Leo, that we are shining our light, we are spreading our message, but we are not doing so in a way that um, burns our reputation in some way. What we want to do is connect with our heart and speak from the heart. And that's going to be what happens during the saga of Mercury and Gemini, which will be for the next month or so. So this is July 19th, Tuesday. And then, you know, a couple weeks out, we're going to be having Mercury transiting through here. And it's going to really inspire us to not be shy about what we believe anymore, to really come out and share. And it depends where you have Mercury in your chart, but there will be a profound sense of clarity in in opening up about something that you may have felt shy about before, or you may have not felt so clear about, because this is the space of light, right? The Mercury has been in the place of uh, cancer, which is of the moon. It's very reflective, right? It's very, it's very affected by the outside influence, um, and by the light that's shining onto it. But when Mercury enters into the place where the light is coming from the source of all wisdom, there is like a, a true knowingness that begins to really emanate outward. So if you're working on a writing piece or a course or a product, um, or there's any element of performance in your work, um, this is a time to uh, really just go for it and express yourself in in ways that allow you to access courage in your heart in a new way. So I'm excited for Mercury coming into Gemini, or Mercury coming into, into Leo. And I'm just trying to look if there's any other really cool aspects happening here with that energy. Well, as um, as Mercury is in Gemini is in Leo, we're going to see Mercury chime Jupiter. And on the day that Mercury moves into Leo, the Moon is conjunct Chiron and Jupiter. What a coincidence! So, this warrior energy and having faith and expressing ourselves and living from our heart is going to be you know, unavoidable. There might be things that we're healing from that we feel vulnerable with, but we just have to continue to trust that like the healing that we're doing is part of the mission. It's part of the karmic path. Okay. So then on Friday, July 22nd, the sun moves into Leo and joins Mercury. So with the sun in Leo, uh, the sun is at home in Leo. So this is the peak energy of summer. It is the peak heat of the year and in the Northern Hemisphere. And so this is a time where, again, we are activated in our heart. We are coming out of this place of caring um, so deeply about the world around us, about others, and really reassessing our life so that our needs are being met, our boundaries are being um, honored, our emotional fluctuations are are remembered really it's like you can't avoid it during cancer season you get a reminder of how how natural it is to recognize that nothing is permanent and things are always changing but when the sun moves into 
Leo, there is this invitation to begin to perform now at a higher level. Now that you've acquired this emotional intelligence, now let's see what you can do with it. Let's see how your heart can shine out and, and take action. So this is late July. And when we have the sun in this place, it's going to be building in a trying to Jupiter as well. So I believe that the summer is going to be challenging because we do have Jupiter not in its home sign. And it's not that it's too very comfortable. We also have Mars, the planet of war in the place uh, ruling money with Taurus and conjunct Uranus and the North Node. So there's a lot of like potential for things kind of changing, especially in relation to money, especially in relation to the global um, economy, the global stability of, of, of tension. Really, it's like we're all going to have to really tap back into the vibration of love and the vibration of trust and um, unity. Um, because what can happen sometimes is that when people get fixated on their values, they they forget the values of others. And so during this time, it's important for us to remain steady and um, realize that the sun shining over to Jupiter is an invitation for us to rekindle our faith. So even though there might be things that are challenging in the outside world, it's going to really invite us to say, how how much faith do you really have? How much can you lean into God? How much can you lean into the unknown? How much can you expand into your abundance, even in times of needing to perform in a way you never have, to be a warrior in your own sense, to be disciplined in ways that, you know, you you may have avoided or or you may experience resistance with, right? So things to keep in mind as we have the sun moving into Leo and how important it is going to be for us to stay aligned with our faith. And that that can be very easy if you just tap into what does Jupiter and Aries mean to you? What does it mean to be abundant through embodying that warrior archetype? So our communication, our um, conversations are going to be, you're going to be hearing a lot more people speaking out about the things that they're working on. And there's going to be a lot of ego. There's going to be a lot of, you know, this is what I want. This is what I dream. This is what I envision. And, you know, I encourage you to support those around you and don't be afraid to share your truth. Don't be afraid to, like, if everyone around you is getting getting amped up, you, there's space for you too, you know? Um, Venus, ruling money and relationships will be in Cancer. So again, a lot of that will happen through the moon's activity. The moon is going to be influencing a lot of the relationships and the dynamics that we're moving through. Um, Venus, it's going to connect us back to the times, types of people that can really feel us, that can really resonate with us. So um, connect with those that you that you know this summer have a similar resonance to you. Trust your gut in the relationships that you're forming and use your the, the beautiful ecosystem in your body to navigate you towards those that are going to bring you to greater prosperity. Okay, and then we have a couple more aspects and the month is complete. Let's see, there's only two more, I think. 
Yeah, there's three more. And then we're going to do a ritual to close out together. So Mercury trying Jupiter. This is what I was just talking about. So I don't really want to spend too much time here. Um, the mind is being invited to see the bigger picture. The mind is being invited to create abundance in new ways. So this is a really great day to plan for some sort of cash injection, to plan to receive, to plan to expand, to plan to connect with people through the value that you share in your words and in your your offerings in a way that allows you to, you know, give gifts. Jupiter is the planet that gives gifts. So what information do you have that could be a gift to someone else? And what information does someone else have that's a gift to you? And there's going to be a divine exchange happening on July 23rd, uh, this Saturday, that Saturday in the month. So keep that in mind. Holy day, holy day indeed. So the next one is actually Venus squaring Jupiter. So Venus square Jupiter is, is a really interesting energy for us to consider. So again, squares are ruled by Mars and they activate tension in order for us to make a decision. So with Jupiter, the planet of expansion, abundance, uh, being your own guru, in a square with Venus, there might be certain relationships that you're realizing are coming to an end or that there's some sort of tension like there's there's an evolution around relationship happening here that is um related to mothering related to um caretaking related to someone that is inspiring you to be more bold so that that person that's caretaking that's inspiring you to be more bold um, might give you a a gentle nudge to think even wider, to think outside the box. And in terms of money, um, there is a square between Jupiter, you know, and Jupiter rules abundance. So there might be like a halt. There might be, um, uh, you know, some interesting things happening in the market that really challenge our world economy, that really cause us all to rethink and to make decisions that are vital to our survival. So um, this is a, a bit of a contraction energy in terms of finances and relationships, and it's a pivoting moment. So, you know, watch your portfolio um, and consider how you can leverage this time of tension um, and think about how the energy of emotion, the energy of passion, um, those two things can come together and alchemize and support one another instead of clashing and giving you headaches, giving you stress. Um, this is an opportunity for you to really step up to the plate, take responsibility and um, get in touch with your sensation in order to stay in a positive vibration, right? Use pleasure to be your compass so that you can you can really use this time to acquire more of what you really want and to be honest with yourself about how you're getting that and if if maybe it could be less aggressive or or more 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 feminine more caring more considerate of of the changes that are inevitable and and how everything is going to balance each other out over time even though we go through times of tension 
And finally, the last aspect of the month is on July 26th, Tuesday, and that is Mercury squaring Mars. So we see here on the chart, Mercury in this perfect square to Mars. So again, Mercury ruling the mind and Mars ruling war. Squares being ruled by Mars. So it's like our mind is going to be set off in a direction. It's like, it's a, it's an energy of mastery. In my opinion, there's like something that we've been thinking about for a very long time. It's what our willpower has been guided by. Mars has been working with us to create something. And when Mercury passes the square, it's going to feel like we've overcome a great challenge. We've, we've jumped over a hurdle. And during the, 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 perfection and the buildup of this square, you might actually be approaching a hurdle, but just know that there is a, there's a moment of celebration that comes once you've jumped over this. And there's a moment of, you know, really standing up for what you believe in standing up for yourself. And again, doing it in a way that allows your ego to be known, but not become a dictator, not become, you know, someone that doesn't consider the whole doesn't consider the community right? Everyone is entitled to their own unique self-expression, but not at the expense of the group, not at the expense of those that support you, right? So just keeping in mind that this square is opposite Saturn. So Mercury opposite Saturn is really just seeing how your mental process squares off or is judged by authority judged by you know the great the great ones in the sky that 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 rule over karma so really knowing that the things that you're putting your energy toward your mind toward your heart and your spirit we also have the moon conjunct venus on this day so there is this beautiful energy of relationships um coming to a peak relationships the ones that really matter beginning to take form and it is through that commitment that discipline with our mind and with our willingness to take action and to let go of things from the past so that we can achieve more of the future life that we really want that's allowed aligning with our truth so with this mercury uh square to mars i think that this is an invitation for us to accomplish something big and um continue to use that momentum because when mercury uh, opposes mars in a couple of months um the intellectual energy we're not going to be as driven so like this is a time of pivot of of a lot of speed a lot of energy in terms of whatever it is that we're using our mind to to solve so that is the entire um forecast in terms of the the aspects that we want to talk about today and we are we're a little bit over an hour and i want to just close out with a little ceremony for us a little ritual for you to do at home so first because it's cancer season the invitation for you this month is to go out and be with water whether that means that because you live in a desert or somewhere where there's no water just run a bath or if you're in the shower that's fine too but if you can go out to natural water and and look at the energy of water and consider how water works there's the the shallow 
part of the water, there's the depth of the water, and then there's the place where the water begins to disperse. And that relates to the signs. Cancer is the shadow, the shallow. Scorpio is the depth and Pisces is where everything disperses. So if you go to the water, you will see the shallow end of it and you will see how inviting that energy is and how moving, how much you can learn about water just by looking at what it shows you in that shallow area. If you go to like a deeper, the deep end, the deeper parts of water, there's so much more mystery. So with cancer season, we're really in a place where our emotions allow us to see the truth and whether that truth needs to be alchemized through a process of the runes where if you are feeling grief or guilt or shame or denial, there are ways of alchemizing that. And by being honest with the emotions that you're feeling, you can create a better life. But by pointing fingers outside of ourselves and by, you know, um, avoiding what we're feeling we don't we don't allow, we don't really get the the joy and the privilege and the the gift of cancer season which is to vibrate with a frequency of profound beautiful enjoyable emotions like joy like trust like compassion like hope like wisdom these are things that we can tap into and experience life in a way that allows us to be even more better off by the time that we're in the opposite season in the winter. So utilize this time to check into your emotions, to go to water, to observe the water. And I'm going to pull a rune for us. Uh, I'm going to bring back the runes. I haven't done a rune on the podcast since I've um, created the podcast, which is kind of crazy. I used to do a rune every single month, uh, every single day was the podcast. And um, basically the runes are, are a Norse language. They were created back in the Vikings times. It's an original uh, cryptic language that has been uh, correlated to emotions, to, to uh, actions and places. And um, I find that the healing runes, the emotional interpretations of these signs can be very helpful. So I'm going to pull a rune for this cancer new moon, this cancer season, this whole cycle that we just went through together and the, the lesson for us. Interesting. So the rune that we got, let me see the name of it. I have both books here. The rune that we got Yeah, this is Ihwas. So Ihwas is the rune of defense or denial. And doesn't that relate to a lot of the things that I was talking about with war and ego and you know thinking that the solution is outside of ourselves when really the solution is within so the opposite of denial is wisdom so if you find that you are going through any form of denial this month and you're needing to say no to that and yes to this or you're needing to wake up to ways of living that really allow you to be more wise and living with less guilt and more courage 
know that this is totally possible. If you are feeling denial, step into your courage. Step into the energy of serenity. Allow yourself to be compassionate. Release anger. Release fear. And surrender to what you hope for. That is the key to wisdom, is surrendering for what you hope for. Surrendering to knowing that that is possible through your faith and the boundaries that you set and the discipline that you have. So I hope that this rune was helpful for you and that you can use it, you can refer to it as we move through the rest of the month. I want to remind you that the opportunity to study with me um, in my course, Sacred Rhythm, is ending tomorrow. So if you loved weaving through the astrology with me and you love my style of discussing the transits and considering how this can be beneficial to you, the course is designed so that you can learn how to read charts for yourself. And it's done in a way that only requires four hours of your time. It's a, it's a course that is not super lengthy, it's very potent and concentrated. And I'm going to teach you the exact formulas, the exact steps, the keys that help me to feel really confident and clear when I'm reading charts so that you too can understand the language and always know what's happening for you when you look at your chart. You can layer on the transits that we're talking about and see how it's affecting you. So whether you are new to astrology or you are uh, a seasoned practitioner, I would love to have you inside Sacred Rhythm. The enrollment for this course is closing Thursday night, July 30th at midnight. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, check the link in the description. And if you're listening on the podcast, enrollment might already be closed. Um, So I hope that you join if you're hearing this live and on time. And other than that, I would love to remind you as well that I do offer readings. You can see what I have to offer at starryalignment.com. I offer one-on-one consultations for cosmic strategy so that you can align your business and your day-to-day with the transits that we've talked about and much more. I basically become your personal astrologer so you can design your business and create more harmony in your life using the wisdom of astrology. So if you want to enter into a more in-depth mentorship and consultation type relationship with me, I would love to do that with you. Just go to starryalignment.com and book a discovery call, a cosmic strategy call. And if you want to do sacred rhythm with me one-on-one, I also am offering a VIP upgrade for sacred rhythm so I can mentor you through that via one-on-one sessions as well. So that's everything I've got going on for you and for, for me to tell you at this time. Thank you so much for being here. Let me know in the comments how this forecast resonated with you, what you liked the most about it and what you would love to see more of. It is so helpful for me to know that you're here and that you are enjoying this beautiful experience with me. And follow me on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube if you are watching it there, subscribe on uh, Spotify and iTunes, leave a review, sharing in this way and connecting in this way really helps to spread the message of what we are doing. So thank you so much for being here and may you live in alignment now and always. I will see you in the next one.